Welcome to the Create a Relationship That's Real podcast, where we share the raw and the real about how to step into the shoes of the woman you were always meant to be that's open to healing, amplifying your self-love, and successfully attracting the life and love you want from the high-quality man you ultimately deserve. I am Kamisha, your host, your girl, and the best friend in your head, holding you accountable to living a life full of the love of your dreams. It's time to stop drowning in depression, living in loneliness, and being brokenhearted to start bossing up and building a life and love that loves you back. So grab your journal and the sweetest glass of whatever you can find, and let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Okay, so in this episode, I actually want to just touch base on self-worth and value and confidence and all of the negative thoughts and emotions that many of us really struggle with and really are afraid to admit to at some point in our lives, specifically feelings of unworthiness and inadequacy, feeling like you're not good enough or that something is wrong with you. Now, I am not at all intending to start things off on a low note, but I figured that if the whole point of this is for you to create a relationship that's real, um, create a love life that's healthy and desirable and not filled with pain, then it's only right that we start things off by focusing a little bit on self-awareness and just really shifting you out of a negative headspace into a mindset that will actually help you reach your next level of and attract the type of relationship you want. And I'm just so passionate about today's topic because it's honestly just really something that hit home for me. I mean, this is something that I've personally struggled with for 20 plus something years of my life. So I know what it's like to give your all and put your heart and energy on the line only to have it all just still not be good enough for the person that you love so much and want the most. There have been times where I felt so inadequate to the point where it really broke my heart into a million pieces and put me in a deep, dark place that only God's grace was able to pull me out of. I was living a life solely based on fear and failure. And I know a ton of you ladies are too, because lately I've been seeing the specific thing of women, you know, feeling like they're not good enough for their man or for a better man. And then there are wives who feel like, they don't do enough for their husbands or they just feel like they're just no longer his prize because maybe he doesn't acknowledge them emotionally or he's stopped honoring his vows and so girl it's just a complete mess out here it's messy and it just breaks my heart because you know I remember how it feels to not have your love reciprocated or in spite of all the horrible things your man may have done, you're still his friend, even when you've been made a fool of. And yeah, like it's heartbreaking. And a lot of women, especially wives, because, oh my God, the shame that you feel when you feel like your marriage is failing is just, it's so real. And so a lot of women are afraid to even speak up and just say, hey, I feel pretty stupid. Um, I don't feel good enough. What's wrong with me that everyone else and their mama, sisters, aunties, and cousins can have, you know, a real man and a real relationship and a real marriage, but me, something's wrong with me. And 
I've seen a lot of women too wonder why hoes are winning and because they're a good girl in a sense. They can't because they've been told that they're too boring or that they've been put on layaway until he's fully ready to buy, right? So he's just making you wait. He knows you're a good girl. He's what you want, but he wants to have his fun too. Like it's it's a problem out here. It's a real problem. And the scarcity mindset, the fear and the anxiety is just really playing a lot of us. It's causing our confidence to be devoured and our worth to be powerless in a way. And a quick tip before we move forward is that being heavily indulged in social media does not help these feelings of you not being good enough because you're constantly seeing what you wish you had instead of appreciating what you have. So it's just making you feel like your life sucks and you end up sitting over here wondering what's wrong with you. So if you need to shut it down for a while, please do, because as you're scrolling, you see a picture, you see a quote, you see a video, you see that she was gifted, you know, two dozen roses and chocolate covered strawberries just because it's Wednesday. And you start to think, why am I not good enough for a man to be great when he got to be great? Why am I not good enough for the good guy, right? You've cooked his favorite dinner, you've poured his favorite drink, done the laundry, cleaned the house and the dishes and put the babies to bed and ironed his clothes, and yet he's still complaining about something that you didn't do correctly. Why? Why aren't you good enough? Why aren't you enough for a guy to just see your worth and commit, let alone be serious enough to, you know, love you properly, get down on one knee and actually mean it when that's really all you want? And what you thinking and feeling like this does is just basically make you feel as though you aren't capable of anything. You don't believe you're worth being loved and that something is wrong with you. And guess what? You can still believe you're worth it and stay stuck because you're so caught up in your fear that you become paralyzed and are so afraid to move. So girl, if this is you or if one of your homegirls needs to hear this, then send her this episode because I'm about to change your whole life in this segment because it's a very necessary conversation that needs to be had. As I've said before, I've been there and I just want to make those real raw feelings and thoughts that we have less prevalent, less scary to talk about. And I want to help you see where this is coming from, where the scarcity mindset and lack and inadequacy is rooted. The last thing you want is to enter another relationship or even friendships and repeat the same cycles and feel like you're worthless, having being left with the same sad story outcome and results okay so the number one reason why and let's be honest your love life is not lit it's not happy it's not roses and champagne it's not on Aisha and Steph Sierra and Russell level is because it's a mindset thing yes your feelings are emotions but before you even felt anything it was a thought and this is a really cliche thing to say but it's very very true and that is you either believe you are or you aren't. So you believing that you aren't good enough is really just causing you not to be good enough because that's what you believe. You believe what you are. So it's all really rooted in what you're believing about yourself or men or love or relationships and your fears too. 
More than half of your beliefs and thoughts are probably not even yours anyway. They're what someone else put inside your head that made you believe that something is wrong with you or that real men don't exist or that in order to give a one, you got to get under another one or that all men are trash or that you're crazy or that you can't be loved. Like whatever the case may be, someone else has lived that reality. Someone may have given you a poor example or has been bitter enough to fill your head up by telling you a bunch of lies because that's what they believe and that's what they've experienced. And you can say, well, sis, it happened to me too. It's not just, you know, what other people have told me, right? And that's true. Your experiences do play a part in this as well. But you keeping a toxic grip on what happened in the past or how bad, you know, one bum broke your heart, all that ish can literally hold you back and prevent you from being open to something different. Fear and familiarity is the problem. You can't want something different by doing and believing and being afraid of the same things. So I want you to see how all of the horrible experiences that you've had with men, your daddy, the past relationships you've had, or maybe you saw your mom go through a terrible marriage and divorce and you swear up and down that you'll never get one. And what ends up happening is you settle because you're afraid to get one or you're just half loving and jumping into relationships with an exit plan at the ready because you're just so afraid to marry or be hurt in the same way. Those negative situations or thoughts and memories will forever cause confusion and get in the way of you having everything you want if you allow them. Those are the things you're holding on to that are not true. You probably can't change it. You're no longer living in it and you can't seem to let it go. And that's what's honestly holding you back from having the realest, dopest, most loving relationship and man on the planet, okay? It's rumination. It's you replaying and reliving these things in your head over and over again. And maybe your man said it again. Maybe someone did it again. Maybe he's just like the rest of them. And so what that's causing is the same loop of low self-esteem and pain. All of these unhealed, unconfronted feelings and circumstances. And this actually happened to me. So to make an ugly story pretty, and I guess a long story short, (laughs) at almost 30 years old, a wife and a whole mama, I realized I still had some toxic behaviors and unsettled thoughts from the past that were affecting how I viewed and loved my husband and myself that had come from my teenage years, like high school and, you know, deep into my childhood, of course. And to think that the thing that really stood out to me and hit home for me was this fear of men in a way because they were so unknown to me. They were like unknown beings. My biological male parent was absent. I had terribly toxic and abusive stepfathers. And basically every man I had come across in my life just broke me down to the point of no return. Men were supposed to be protectors and providers and kings, you know, and Not one had taken care of my heart in that way. So not one of them protected it. Not one of them provided it with love, right? Not one of them proved to be a king, like of king status, like living under the standard of God. So not having a healthy example of a man's love was just devastating from a little girl on into deep into my 20s. So I didn't know what and what not to look for. You know, you don't know 
anything. You don't know what you're doing. You just know that this hurts. This doesn't feel right. It's not supposed to be this way. And while 98% of the time I was forgiving and gave my entire heart and poured out the love that was required of me by God, and because I wanted to, like, that's my man, that's my freaking bae, somehow it never seemed to be enough because mistreatment, rejection, and abandonment were my outcomes. They were always my outcomes. Being thrown away when I no longer tasted as sweet as I used to. Being cheated on when I no longer satisfied their appetite. Being quit on when all I wanted to do was have someone fight for what we had. I was the walking billboard of the woman who dated the same types of guys in different skin. And to never in my life have ever felt protected and having to prepare for the worst every day at a young age when I got older and had a little more wisdom under my belt, I was just so tired of feeling immeasurable. And the problem is, I was placing my worth in men. I was allowing myself to be measured according to how they loved me. And girl, I just didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't want that. I wanted to stop feeling that way. I didn't want to keep feeling that pain and depression and anxiety anymore. And so here I was years later, a married woman, and still somehow in the back of my mind, I was always reminded that I was never good enough and that I was so fearful of my husband rejecting me and walking out of my life, like vows or all. Like, so something must be wrong with me, right? Like, I'm not constantly healing and rehealing and forgiving and forgiving again for no reason, right? Like, I just couldn't shake that thing until... I realized that the enemy hates relationships and he knows your potential even if you don't. So ultimately, he's going to try and break you down so you never see it. And before we go any further, I just want to be clear and say that this is no longer how I feel. I don't feel like this anymore. I've healed. I know for a fact that I'm more than enough and I'm so deserving of a love that's far from being counterfeit. I'm not someone's sloppy seconds. I've learned what a man is according to God's standards. And I do relationships and love accordingly because as you can see, I was so afraid of men, especially them leaving me. And All I wanted was someone who would love me like I loved him and who would see me as being good enough. It ain't no shame in my game or in my story because the ugly parts of our journeys really help shape and mold us to be some strong, badass, kingdom, beautiful women of endurance. I have no problem sharing my ugly truths if I know that someone else needs to hear it and I can help someone else get through where I've been. So What the lesson of feeling inadequate taught me was that I was holding on to unhealthy examples of marriage and experiences and the stories I'd been told about men, which in a sense caused me to love them and hate them at the same time. And what I had to realize was that the outcome, whether I had been broken up with, lied to, cheated on, divorced, a single mother, you know, everything that seemed to scare me, whatever the outcome was not my responsibility because I was not responsible for a man's stuff. Like, just like he isn't responsible for my fears and my past trauma and my thoughts, I'm not solely responsible for his mental health, his addictions, his ways, his beliefs, his actions. 
And so what I learned as well was by begging guys to stay and being so afraid of them leaving, waiting for them to act right, trying to get them to fight for something that they, you know, ultimately didn't want. I was enabling their behavior in a way because I was so full of fear that I had no boundaries. I was willing to stretch and bend for someone to love me when they truly didn't. So girl, listen, just as a side note, in case some of y'all forgot, this podcast is all about taking responsibility for the love you create. If you're going to come sit with us, then we're going to hold you accountable in this space. And you have to hold yourself accountable as well. You can't control a man. You can't change a man. You have no control over him leaving, cheating, what he says, what he does, or whatever. But you are responsible for the role you play and what you believe. So that's how long you stay, how long you live in fear, how much you bend and break, how much you enable, what's going on in your thought processes. You are going to have to own that ish if you want to sit at this table. And if you're ready to build something real healthy and that's sustainable, because at the end of the day, all that ish is coming from you, okay? No shame, no shade. I just feel like we needed to have a quick sister-to-sister moment because I don't want anyone to get any wrong ideas. What we not gonna do in this space is bash men, but instead we're gonna figure out what we can do better as partners and as women to create the love we want with who we deserve, okay? We hear somebody preaching this every single day on social media screaming, you know, know your worth. But back then, I really didn't understand what that meant. I already know I'm worthy of everything. I know I am. That's why I'm trying to get him to see that. So (laughs) that's where I had mentioned before, you know, you know for a fact that you're worthy, but you're letting your fears get in the way. So you can believe that you're worthy, but your fears will stop everything. And y'all, I never understood just how worthy I was until... About six months ago, I had had my coffee one morning and was journaling and doing a study on forgiveness when I heard Dr. Bill Senyard say, you are a woman of great value and are worth more than you even realize. You're more valuable than the way you've been treated. Otherwise, it wouldn't hurt so much. It wouldn't have changed you and affected you so much. You are a masterpiece. And then it clicked. That's when I realized how deeply and badly I'd been hurt by men and where it came from, and then I realized just how worthy I am. So here's how I love to look at it now and how I really like to explain worth to my clients. Look at it this way. Would you be mad if someone took your $3,000 Balenciaga bag and put it on the floor? Or if someone stole it? Or if your best friend got mad at you and threw it in the trash? What if your man dumped your $3,000 makeup kit in the toilet and swept the floor with your $1,200 custom wig. Listen, (laughs) this might sound funny, but it's, it's serious. Yo, you'd be livid because that's straight up disrespectful. Just because you're mad, you're gonna trash my valuables? Like, girl, you would be pissed, right? I can see you now going to get his phone. You're getting his shoes. You're grabbing his PlayStation if he plays video games, his Apple Watch. You're getting the gun, calling the police on yourself to come get you, and then setting his whole BMW on fire like Angela Bassett did and waiting to excel because, hell no, we're not having that. 
<laughs> but that's how we get our self-worth mixed up. When we think of worth, we think of money. We think of time. We think of value, how much we paid for something, how much effort we placed into something, how much we gave to something, our ROI, right? Like our return on investment, So look at it closer. And if you don't recognize how worthy you are after I say this, then cut me off, kill the podcast, throw the whole episode away, girl. Like, okay, if the Mona Lisa, a whole painting and piece of material child that's worth $100 million, then you, a living, breathing, beautiful force that God designed with flesh and spirit are worth more than 1 million times $100 million. If that Balenciaga bag, a whole piece of fabric and material that you fill with materialistic things is worth $3,000 and you refuse to grab a knockoff at the flea market for $100, then give one reason why you, a living, breathing, beautiful force that God designed with flesh and spirit, are not worth more than 3,000 times a $3,000 Balenciaga bag. What gives anyone the right to try and duplicate you, discount you, and mistreat you? God said a whole lot about you that's above what any person can say about you. But I'm not about to preach. I'm already doing enough. But seriously, though, there are some men who treat their $500 PlayStations like royalty. There are some men who value $200,000 cars. There are some who wear $400 Jordans and buy $7,500 Rolex watches. Women are out here paying $1,000 for their hair. People are spending $10,000 for upscale parties for three-year-olds. Three-year-olds. So what in the world are you settling for being a $100 replica for? Why are you playing by other people's rules and living your life based off of their horrible experiences? Why are you letting what happened 10 years ago decide what your future looks like today? What in the hell are you doing willing to settle for being a side piece for? What in the world are you doing settling for being second best, talked to any kind of way, treated any kind of way, and mishandled any kind of way when you are a masterpiece that can't be duplicated? There can only ever be and is only ever going to be one you. And you're stuck being undervalued because of what? You're believing other people over God because of what? Fear. Really? Girl, you're worth more than that car, that Rolex, that PlayStation, that bag, those bundles. You're worth more than the chicks on the side and the embarrassment and the verbal and emotional abuse and the late nights and the materialistic things. Your heart is worth more than gold and it's been beating since before you ever took a breath of air in this earth. There will never be another you on this earth. You only get one life. Meanwhile, there's cars being reproduced every single minute of the day. Have an accident, buy another one. You can buy another Rolex. You're going to want to get your hair done again. You'll spend another $10,000 on a six-hour party. You can quit your job and they'll do nothing but replace you in a heartbeat while you're looking for another one, even before you get another one. Honey, you can't guarantee your time here. You can't play with the time you have. We get one life. That's it. Stop settling. Stop allowing people and family and friends and men to mishandle you. And some men just don't know what to do with you in the first place. That's why it's important to realize that you aren't responsible for what goes on on the inside of anyone else but you. You are not responsible for what they cannot handle. 
You can't let anyone or any situation you've been in devalue you. Stop owning the pain and start pursuing the purpose, the lessons behind your outcomes. What's God trying to teach you about you? Stop worrying about him. What's he trying to teach you about you? Is he trying to show you your worth? Have you been believing lies for so long and now he's trying to get you to see the truth for what it really is so you can attract the man of high value that you ultimately need who lives according to his standard? I know he set me straight (laughs) and right in the middle of my marriage, child. Like, he spilled all the tea and gave me a whole different perspective of what I was doing wrong rather than trying to answer my prayers of making my marriage right. Because... Me understanding where I was going wrong was ultimately making it right. So that's why I'm here to help put you on the right path right now before you're somebody's 45-year-old auntie still in a club that's still feeling like something's wrong with her. I know you're tired of the games. I know you're tired of being confused and lost and you're tired of crying. I know sometimes you just feel like throwing in the damn towel But I believe you're beautiful. I know you're worth more than $200,000, $200,000 cars. I think that you're legendary. I know you're a good woman who deserves the absolute best. But you have to start believing that too. Because you can have someone who will fight for you, who will flaunt you to the world and be proud to have you and not hide you. You can have a high quality love and man, someone who knows you're God's daughter and who will love you like Jesus. Like that can exist. Sierra did it. Why not you? Cassie did it, why not you? Karuchi did it, why not you? You have to realize how valuable you are. You are not what they did to you. You are not what happened to you. You are not your circumstances. You are not cheap. A few weeks ago, I had come across this Facebook post in this group that I'm in, and someone said, do you ladies get nervous when meeting a new man and letting him know how many children you have, like that you have kids? And I'm like, sis, nervous for what? That's going to weed out the men from the boys right there. Like a man who knows your worth and the worth of your children will not be afraid. He will not run. He will not mess that up. You and your four kids will not scare him away. So if he ghosts you, if he blocks you, if he doesn't ask for a third date, because that's always your outcome, right? That has nothing to do with you, but everything to do with him, what he can't handle and what he doesn't want to be responsible for. So stop being afraid of being too much for someone too because you'll always be enough and more for the right person no matter what you've done what you've been taught what you've been shown what you've been told you have to unlearn everything you think you know so you can get familiar with something better so you have to start gassing up your positive traits and feelings and thoughts and experiences so damn much that your negative ones eventually become pushed outside of you so tell yourself how beautiful you are every day don't wait for someone else to do it When you see that $200,000 car slide past you on the highway, think to yourself, that's a dope car, but $200,000 of them does not add up to me. The car can crash, be thrown in the trash, and be replaced tomorrow with a brand new one. I can't be replaced. I'm a queen. God says I'm royal. He gave me one life on this earth, but I have eternal life. That's how you attract the realness and positivity into every aspect of your life. That's how you're reminded of your worth. Speak it over you and watch you start walking in it. And if you don't speak it over you, shoot, I will. Come sit with me. (laughs) Come over. Come sit with me. Come see me on Instagram and Facebook. Come sit with me. Okay? So it's just a mindset thing. Change your thinking. Nothing is wrong with you. You're just focused on all the wrong things. 
Again, some people have no idea how valuable you are. And unfortunately, clowns are out here pretending to be kings. And then when they realize that they can't measure up and that they aren't real enough, yeah, because it happens, when they realize they have no idea what to do with you, they may love you, but the challenge of change is just too hard for them and they quit. And you can't control that. That's on them. But you can control the power you pour into yourself and everything that you believe about you. So focus on your increasing your value. You're already valuable. But watch your price increase when you really see you for who you are. That's why I cannot stress enough how extremely important it is to know our worth. If God wouldn't be okay with it, it's unacceptable. Period. Child, I just coached and snatched your whole life in like... 20 minutes okay but no for real like I just want you to know that you're special and that you are loved and God will build up a true king for you no matter how many times you've had to start over or how many of them you think you've lost you didn't lose anyone who didn't value you and I really really hope you can see that now I really want you to take some time and start writing down what you're believing about yourself who told you that or where that belief came from and find things or instances in your life that can refute that. So I hope you ladies enjoyed this episode. I hope I helped you get your life in some way, shape or form. If you want more personal guidance on a one-on-one level or you want me to help you sift through some of your beliefs and you're ready to move forward from this low-level thinking and get the right strategies to help push you forward towards your goals in your romantic relationship or most importantly with yourself, if you're ready to start building an empire with the one who's committed to living his best life with you, then I want to invite you to learn more about my one-on-one mentorship program. I put the link in the show notes or you can visit my website at www.kamisha.co and click on the work with me tab under the menu bar. And if you're on the fence and you're not really sure if I can help or if this is the best fit for you, then just book a free decision making call with me. You have absolutely no excuses, sis. The call is free, no cost and no obligations. Just you and me over a cup of tea figuring out how I can best help you and seeing if this is the right next step and we'll go forward from there. We really have to start focusing on and being intentional with pulling you out of those painful, powerless phases, okay? Worthiness is right around the corner from realizing it. You have to truly be honest about where you are, what you're settling for, what's causing you to feel inadequate, and where you'd like to go. So let's talk about it. And that's pretty much it. I love you so much, sis. You are a lovable, valuable, worthy queen. So it's time to start acting like one. When people don't reciprocate your love, it's not a sign of a lack of your own worth. But that's how we feel sometimes. We get to a place where we see what we didn't get as a sign of something that we're missing. We see all the relationships that didn't work out. A lot of the time, it has nothing to do with us. It has to do with the other person's stuff. However, we can interpret that and internalize that. And when you internalize rejection, it hardens into insecurity. Then it keeps you from receiving what God wants to give you because that rejection will block your ability to receive not only the love of others, but his love. Pastor Stephen Furtick.
And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope what we talked about today resonated with you in some way. So I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can visit my website at www.kamish.co. That's C-A-M-I-S-H-A.co. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at kamish.co. So just slide into my DMs and let me know if you absolutely love this podcast and share your thoughts about this episode. Do you really believe you're worthy? What has someone taught, shown, or told you that you believe and how has it affected your views about men or your relationships? How are you about to start switching up your mindset? Do you agree with my point of view or maybe you see it a bit differently? Let me know, send me a message. And if you thought this episode was an absolute game changer for you, please don't forget to leave a review before you sign off and share with a friend. Thanks again, love. And until next time, we'll chat soon. Peace.